Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Happy Monday. We are live. We are blessed. Thank God for another day. Matt Garland here. NMLS number 58700. Better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. We are live. We are blessed. Thank God for another day. So we're talking about this Navy Federal um, rejecting or declining 50% of their black borrowers for conventional loans today. Um, but first, welcome to the channel if you're new here. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, and hit that bell for notifications uh, because you never know when I'm going to go live. And then also go to mgbookstore.com, get the latest and greatest books by yours truly, which it's currently on a buy one, get one free right now. So if you haven't taken advantage of the BOGO, sale make sure you go ahead and take advantage asap because once this sale ends it's over we're not doing buy one get one free uh for a very long time the sale goes on until december 31st uh 2023 i almost forgot the year we in <laughs> so buy one get one free go ahead and get it and go get it right now all right uh, yeah, let's talk about it, man. Drop some gems in the comments for me, please. Uh, if you are a realtor, as always, I want you to comment uh, full name, what market you service. And if you are interested in working with me and my team, put that in that comment as well. Um, don't worry, I've been seeing your comments. I'm creating the form and the calendar specifically for you guys, uh, you realtors on YouTube that have been tapping in with me that want to work with me in 2024. So, Put it there. I'm going to go back to these past couple videos, probably in the next day or so, and start sending y'all a link, all right? So, so tap in with that, all right? And if you're new here, type new in the chat so I can uh, see who you are. And um, and if you're a regular, thank you for always supporting me. Shout out to Tanisha. You know, she put, go grab MG's books in the comments. You already know the vibe right there. Um, and anyone here, I, I put up a post today on my Instagram and also on here on YouTube's asking if anyone in my audience has um has um had any experience with Navy Federal getting declined, good, bad or ugly, whatever the case may be. Because there's been a lot of comments. A lot of comments um when this article came out, I posted it on my Instagram and I think it's like almost two thousand comments, fifteen hundred comments, somewhere around there. I don't know. And it's been a a, a lot of comments. Uh, good, bad, and ugly. It's a lot of fucking stupid comments too, man. Some of y'all are just so ignorant and say some of the dumbest things, especially when we're talking about black and housing. A lot of y'all just say a lot of stupid things, man. But we're going to address that too because I'm going to get some shit off my chest today. All right? Uh, and shout out to D-Rod. D-Rod is new. Shout out to We Love Exploring. You're new to the channel. Shout out to all of y'all. So let's get into this, right? So if you don't know, if you're new, if you haven't heard about the story, it came out last week. Let me get the article that came out. Hold on. Let me find that category. Let me find that. Where's that article at? 
You know what? I'm gonna just take you guys to this. Let me just take you to this. Let's get to let's get busy. Let's go right here. Let me know if you can see my screen loud and clear. Uh, type yes in chat if you can see my screen and if you can hear me clearly. Let me go on my YouTube right now also so I can make sure I can see it on my own as well. Okay, so it's looking good. Looking good on my end. We got about 150 people in here live. Shout out to all y'all. So this article came out uh, today or eight, nine hours ago. This is from the Washington Business Journal. And... They're saying that Navy Federal was pushing back on a CNN investigation that found it approves far more home loans to white borrowers than it does black and Latino applicants, arguing that the news agency's conclusion was rooted in an incomplete analysis of federal home loan data. CNN found that in 2022, Navy Federal, the world's largest credit union, approved 48% of loan applicants from black borrowers and 50, 56% of Latino borrowers compared to a 77% approval rate for white applicants. The 29 percentage point gap in approvals between white and black borrowers was the widest among the 50 largest lenders in the U.S. last year. All right, CNN reported on December 14th, citing an analysis of the Humda Home Mortgage Disclosure Act data compiled by the CFPB, the Consumer uh, Financial Protection Bureau. Let's read more of this. Navy, Navy Federal is disputing the report, claiming it failed to take into account criterias lenders are required to consider when evaluating mortgage applications, such as credit score, available cash deposits, and a borrower's relationship with a lender. Now, let me stop you right here, Navy Federal. A borrower's relationship with the lender. First of all, now, credit unions, let me say this. Credit unions are different types of animals, right? They have members. They want you to be a member if they want to do business with you, right? When, you, when you're going to a regular bank, you don't have to have a quote-unquote relationship with that bank to get a mortgage. So this, my friends, if they're saying available cash deposits and a borrower's relationship with the lender, this, my friends, is what, they, what we call in our industry is they might have some sort of overlays. Overlays. Overlays meaning you're putting guidelines on top of the conventional guidelines. Now, mind you, Navy Federal is more known for doing loans for service members, right, with VA loans, not conventional mortgages, okay? So let's put that out there, too. But and with this, this reporting by CNN is for conventional mortgages, not VA loans. But the borrower's relationship with the lender. So we're going to keep going. I just want you all to keep that in your head right now. In a post on X, formerly known as Twitter, Navy Federal said it proudly provides a higher percentage of mortgage loans to black applicants than the vast majority of the 50 lenders, of the 50 largest lenders. Our members put their faith in us to do right by, do right by them financially, Navy Federal said in a post. We stand by the promises that we are abiding by all fair lending practices. The CNN report backed up Navy Federal's claim that it makes more loans to black borrowers than most 
of the majority lenders. Nearly one-fifth of conventional loans that originated in 2022 went to black applicants. Nearly one-fifth of conventional loans that originated in 2022 went to black applicants, CNN found. I had to repeat that. CNN also said its analysis does not prove that Navy Federal discriminated against any borrowers, only that it rejects applications from black applicants at a far higher rate than any other lenders. Even black applicants with incomes above $140,000 annually were rejected at a slightly higher rates than white applicants with household incomes below $62,000, according to CNN's analysis. It's a lot. Let me stop right here. Let me stop right here. You see, all of this stuff is so vague to me. And if you're a loan officer, MLO, you're doing business, please feel free to chime in because you're probably going to understand what I'm saying. You see, when it says here, even black applicants with incomes above 140000 annually were rejected at slighter higher rates than white applicants with household incomes below 62000 you see, I automatically in my loan office, see, if I'm not in the business and I'm reading this, I'm looking at, oh, my God, oh, my God, how can a black person making over 140000 get declined when a white person making less than 62000 gets approved? But these numbers is all relative, depending on where the property is, the, the cost of the property, the property taxes, insurance, if it has flood insurance, like there's so much we don't know, <laughs> like, like there's so much we don't know. So I, I hate when I see these type of reports and stuff like this, because you're not really breaking down. Like everybody's situation is different when you're talking about home loans. So we really don't know what the situation was with the folks who was making 140,000 Versus the people who are making sixty-two thousand. What are these people buying in Milwaukee or Detroit, where the houses are fifty thousand? Like, I I don't know. Or what the people who are making one hundred forty were buying in New York, trying to get a million-dollar house, but had high DTIs and student loans and all this other stuff. Like, I don't know. So this is why I hate when these type of things come out because you really don't know. You really don't know. Now, mind you guys, this is not. I'm not defending no bank here. I just want to be clear with this. I should have said this from the beginning. Beginning. So here's my disclaimer. You know what? Let me put me back on the screen so you guys can see my face. Forget this article right now. I should have put this in the beginning. Here's my disclaimer. I don't give a damn about none of these banks. I'm just here to give you my opinion. I'm not here promoting Navy Federal. I'm not here defending Navy Federal or any banks that's declining black applicants at a higher rate. That is not me. I work in this business. I see things firsthand. I have more knowledge than people who are probably going to watch this about the lending process and underwriting. So I have to look at both sides of the, of the coin and kind of play as devil advocate here because this is what I do on a daily basis for the past 20 years. So when I'm giving you my opinion, please understand I'm giving you an opinion from someone who looks at loan applications and look at credit profiles for a living. So I'm going to look at things probably a little bit different to you. And I'm not going to be quick to just say, yo, everything is racist. Well, I do believe there's a lot of racism and discrimination in the real estate mortgage industry, hands down. There's no denying that. And I do think a lot of these banks still redline, discriminate, et cetera, hands down. But let's get back to this article, okay? Let me get back to the shit. I had to put my disclaimer out there because I know how y'all do in the comments, right? 
I know how you folks do in the comments. So I got to protect myself because I don't feel like going back and forth with you niggas today. Thank you very much. All right, let's get back to this. Overall, the report said that black applicants at Navy Federal were more than twice as likely to be denied loans than white applicants or Latino applicants were roughly 85% likely to be denied. Navy Federal has more than 13 million, 13 million members globally and about 165 million in assets. Though initially established as service members of Navy and um, Marines and their families have expanded to fill the membership in recent years to include all active and retired personnel across all branches. Okay, so that was that article there. Now, look, man. Do I want to go to this one? Let's see. Now, here's the original report by CNN, right? For those of you who haven't read the report or this article that they put out, let me put this in the, in the chat right now so you guys can go ahead and just watch, read this on your own if you haven't already. I'm not going to go into this whole thing right now because I just want to give my opinion and get the hell out of Dodge, right? So let me put this in the chat. So if you haven't had the the... the read the CNN report. I just put the link in the chat. Now, what I do want to do is, you know what? Let me do this. Because CNN interviewed this gentleman right here. I think we should watch this video. Let's watch this video. Let's see what he has to say. And then let's go into this. My opinion. Let's play this. Commercials, right? I thought I had premium on this thing. Why I got commercials for? Come on, B. But it really is a nice neighborhood, you know. Baba Tandi, a Kenyan immigrant turned Texas entrepreneur, knew this was his dream home the moment he saw it. It's in a highly sought after school district that his son so desperately wanted to attend for its basketball program. So, how many homes did you look at before you found this one and said this was it? We had about six. But this was the one that we, we all wanted. And we were all praying to get this one. Otandi's first choice for his mortgage was Navy Federal Credit Union. It services military members, defense personnel, veterans, and their families, and is the largest credit union in the country. I was the CEO of my company, so I had a pretty good income. Your credit was in the 700s. Mm -hmm. You had recently sold your house. Mm -hmm. You had $100,000 for the down payment, which was more than 20%. Correct. I mean, what more could you ask for? CNN reviewed Otandi's financial documents. He even had a pre-approval letter from Navy Federal in hand. But just two weeks before closing... They got a denial. They sent me a letter saying, we're sorry, but your application has been denied. Were you st stunned, surprised? I mean, I was stunned. I was shocked. I was hurt. The denial letter listed excessive obligations in relation to income as the reason. When they denied is when we came back and said, oh man, there's something else going on. And what did you think that something else was? A discrimination. But it wasn't just a Tandi. Thousands of other black applicants were also rejected. 
According to a CNN analysis of federal consumer protection data, last year, Navy Federal Credit Union only approved 48 percent. That's less than half of its black applicants for conventional home mortgages. White borrowers were approved more than 75 percent of the time. It's the biggest gap among the top 50 lenders. The data also shows Navy Federal was more than twice as likely to deny black mortgage applicants than white ones, even when different variables, including income, debt, property value, and down payment percentage, were the same. I feel validated at one point, but also I feel a bit of anger because it shouldn't be happening. Two weeks after Navy Federal rejected him, another bank approved Atandi for a mortgage. Navy Federal Credit Union denied CNN's request for an on-camera interview. In a statement, it said it is committed to equal and equitable lending practices and that CNN's recent analysis does not account for major criteria required by any financial institution to approve a mortgage loan. That includes credit scores, which are not public. Navy Federal declined to provide additional data. We asked Navy Federal why Bob Otandi's loan was denied, but they declined to comment, citing member privacy. CNN's analysis does not prove discrimination, but it does show dramatic racial disparities in who Navy Federal rejects and approves for conventional mortgage loans. The black-white homeownership gap and the Latino-white homeownership gap today are both wider than they were in 1968 when we passed the Federal Fair Housing Act. Agreed. Lisa Rice has spent decades as a fair housing advocate. She says the disparities in Navy Federal's lending data are alarming and an extreme example of a bigger problem. It's definitely a larger systemic issue. And we know that we have a long history of redlining and a long history of lending discrimination in this nation. Well, all of that, that data that is sort of tainted with bias is being used to develop the credit scoring systems. We got the house, thank God, and we moved on. But what about the ones who are denied? What about the ones who now don't, can't get their own dream house? It's something that's going to affect the generation all the way down to their kids. Well, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, which oversees consumer lending, uh, says that they do not comment on specific institutions, but they do conduct their own investigations to ensure that banks and credit unions are following fair lending practices. Jake. Okay. Okay. So that was a report. Like I said, I put the link in the comments already. I read to you the update that Navy Federal says. Let me give you a little bit of my opinion. This might be a little bit of a long, long live. But I'm going to say this. Whether you agree with me or not, cool. But there's a lot of information missing from all of this. A lot. Now, first of all, and I'm just telling you again, I'm telling you this from a different perspective than probably majority of you are going to be able to understand because you're not in this business. You don't look at credit profiles and stuff like that. You have no clue. So I would say this. I would say this. I got, I got a couple opinions on this. I hate when reports like this come out because you don't know all the factors. 
you don't know everything. Every lender has their own overlays, right? So conventional mortgages, Fannie, Freddie, are sold typically to Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. They have their own guidelines. And if you're a part of the academy or you've been in my webinars, I kind of break all of this down and I show you guys the guidelines and stuff like that. But every lender has their own guidelines or overlays on top of what Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac guidelines are. And those, those overlays is to protect that lender and risk management, right? Now, when I hear someone say they, they were pre-approved and then two weeks before closing, the loan got declined, my first train of thought, and loan officers and realtors alike, please feel free to chime in. My first train of thought is that loan officer who pre-approved them did not pre-approve them properly, especially if they were self-employed. Now, he said in the video that he makes he was a CEO of his company and he made a good income. Well, I don't know how his income was paid. Was he on a W-2? Like, I don't know. So there's a lot of factors. You see what I'm saying? Like, so when I look at these things, I say to myself, damn, how was he getting paid? Because I know self-employed is very difficult sometimes for loan officers to actually review their, their tax returns properly and get the right income. A lot of loan officers make mistakes in the initial pre-approval stage and issue pre-approvals that are not accurate. And... Although majority of the lenders out here use what's called desktop underwriting, DU or LP, lender prospector, which is for conventional loans, which is basically the automated underwriting system. Even if that loan officer put in the, the, the information and they submitted it to DU or LP, DULP doesn't know the borrower didn't look at the financials. It's only looking at, it's only reading the information that was put on a 1003, aka loan application that that loan officer submitted, right? So even if that loan officer at Navy Federal got a DU approval, that doesn't mean that it was done properly, right? Produced by yours truly, but why another bank approved? I'm going to get there. Give me a second. I'm trying to I'm trying to bring you there so you guys can understand. So we're going to talk about that one specific scenario because this is the only out of all the situations because we see the headlines the not over fifty percent black borrowers for conventional loans. We don't know all the details, so I can't analyze all the details. I only could analyze the video that CNN and this borrower. Shout out to my brother for getting his house. Like, we love to hear that. But I'm going to get to your question produced by yours truly in a second. But why did another bank approve it? I'm going to tell you why in a second. Now, when that loan is... Now, once that borrower gets a contract of sale, now the loan gets submitted into underwriting. And now when you're going through the underwriting process, it could have been the loan... So now, an underwriter is going to make one or three... A, one of three decisions, approved with conditions, declined, 
or suspended. Right? Or suspended. Now, I'm not sure are Navy Federal's underwriting procedures, so I don't know if they're going to suspend the loan or not. I'm pretty sure, I'm, I'm going to assume that they will because most lenders will suspend. When they suspend the loan, it's basically saying, hey, we need more information. The underwriter's telling the loan officer, we need more information, right? And then now the loan officer goes back to the borrower and say, hey, get me X, Y, and Z, underwriter wants to see this. And that could be a back and forth. Just because the borrower says, here, loan officer, here's the information that the underwriter wants, doesn't mean that the underwriter is going to accept it. So it could be a back and forth until the underwriter is um, comfortable whatever the conditions are, right? Now, if that loan got declined two weeks prior to that gentleman closing, and again, this is all hypothetical. I am just assuming I'm taking, uh, what you call that, an educated guess, right? Because I do this, right? I'm guessing or assuming that whatever conditions was needed, it didn't satisfy underwriting, and that's why the loan was probably declined. Now, on that decline letter, you heard him say, it said, obsessive obligations towards income or something like that. So the under, when I hear something like that, as a loan officer, right, I'm hearing, wait a minute, they probably did their income wrong and the DTI was probably too high based off based off the, 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 the final income calculation that the underwriter came up with. Now, again, all banks have um, overlays, especially credit unions and big retail banks. And yes, that means the DTI was high. Correct, Vaughn Jones. All right? So what happens is now, you heard him say that he went to another bank and he probably went to a mortgage company like someone like myself who's a mortgage banker and broker all in one. All we do is mortgages all day long. We don't do checking, savings, auto loans, none of the other stuff, right? So <clears throat> what probably happened is and someone asked, let me go back up to the comment because I'm going to put you back on the screen again. You said, produced by Jay, but why another bank approved it? It's because they probably didn't have any overlays with their DTI requirements and could approve a loan at a higher debt-to-income ratio. Now, again, I don't know what Navy Federal conventional loans, I don't know if this was a jumbo loan or conforming loan amount. We don't know none of that, right? So I don't know what was Navy Federal's guidelines at that point in 2022 when this application was submitted of what their maximum debt-to-income ratio. Now, remember, it's a front-end ratio and a back-end ratio. It's not just a back-end. So typically on a conventional loan, a lot of the big lenders don't want to go over, I would probably say 33 34% on the front-end and probably like 42 percent on the back end. Now, mortgage companies like myself, we can go a lot higher. 
I can go up on the back end, pause, 45, 46% on the debt to income ratio and damn that 38, 39 on the front end, right? So that gives me a little bit more leeway and flexibility compared to a big bank or a credit union because they are going to underwrite more conservatively. Where a mortgage company like myself or like the mortgage company that this gentleman went and probably got his loan done with, and I'm assuming he went to another mortgage company because the realtors, me knowing realtors probably said, no, you can't go to this bank, go to this bank. You still want to close, use my guy over here. He'll get it done. Typically, us loan officers, and I'm going to keep it honest with you, we love when credit unions and big banks fumble the ball because it gives us an opportunity to pick up the business and shine, right? Now, a few of you asking in the comments, what shouldn't this have been calculated beforehand? Yes, it should have, but not every loan officer is built alike. Not every loan officer is built alike. So let's please understand that just because you get a pre-approval letter, ladies and gentlemen, it does not mean that you're going to get approved for the mortgage once you get a contract. A pre-approval is not worth the papers printed on because a loan officer does not make an underwriting decision on behalf of a bank. So this is why it is, I encourage you guys, if you are going to out here, especially going into 2024, if you are going to get um, in the market to buy a house, make sure that you, first of all, learn as much as you can about the mortgage process and the programs and et cetera, et cetera. But also make sure you're working with a lender that can that can submit your your loan application to underwrite it up front and get you um, a conditional pre-approval letter up front that's fully underwritten in the very beginning. So that way, when you get into contract, you don't run into these issues of being declined. Okay. So now, again, we're, we're talking about the gentleman that CNN put on TV, the black man, I can't remember his name, um, that was telling his story, successful, had more than 20% down. So the, 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 the average person would think, yo, this is a prime time candidate to go to a credit union or a big bank. But if you're self-employed, it could get a little tricky, man. It could get a little tricky. I ain't going to hold you up. So again, this is not me defending Navy, Federal, or any of these freaking banks. I'm just giving you guys the real deal. I'm not going to be like some of these internet people that's just going to sit here and just conspiracy theories right away. Right? And Vicki Robinson Academy is $99 right now. One time membership free. Go to mgmortgageacademy.com. Okay? So, so, um, now, let's get into the bigger grand scheme of things. When you start seeing these type of numbers out here, let me go to this article. Fuck it, look. Where's the article at? What the hell? Why is it on Verizon? How did a fucking Verizon ad come up? For your husband, iPhone 15 Pro. Nobody said Verizon nothing. So they said, let me, let me see where I find out. Where is that? Da, 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 da. See, when they say 
Navy Federal approved a slightly higher percentage of applications from white borrowers making less than $62,000 a year than it did from black borrowers making... Let me put this on the screen. Let me show y'all this. All right. I'm parting this ad. I don't know how to get rid of this ad right here. But it says, look at this right here. This disparity remains even among white and black applicants who had a similar incomes and debt-to-income ratios. Notably, Navy Federal approved a slighter higher percentage of applications from white borrowers making less than $62,000 a year than it did from black borrowers making $140K more. You see, for me, how I'm looking at this is, okay, okay, who has similar incomes and similar debt-to-income ratios. Okay. But where's these properties located? What type of properties were these? What type of borrowers was these making 140K or more? Like, there's more information I need. Was these people self-employed? Were they commission-based? Did they get bonuses? Because if you're looking at in the grand scheme of things, a lot of this income that people think they make, they do make it in real life. But from an underwriting standpoint, you might not count all that income that someone is making because if it's not consistent for two years. So on paper, you might say I make 140,000, but from a mortgage perspective, we might not look at you as 140,000. We might say, oh, you only make 120 because that bonus check that you receive has declined this year from the previous years. So it's unstable, right? Like I'm just giving you guys examples. So when I see stuff like this, it's like, damn, I need more information. I need more information, right? I need more information. Tell me more, <laughs> right? Now it says a deeper statistical analysis performed by CNN found that black applicants to Navy Federal were, were more than likely, what, wait, well, hold on, were more than twice as likely to be declined as white applicants even when more than a dozen different variables, including income, debt-to-income ratio, property value, down payment, neighborhood characteristics, were the same. Now, this sounds just like everyday redlining to me. See, when you say something like this, see that first paragraph, I wish you just didn't even put this out with the income and everything like that. They see, for me, leave that shit out of it because we don't know. Income is subjective to the underwriters. So I don't know. Self-employed, this, that, and third, I don't know what your, really, your income is because it's the way Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac makes us look and view at people is different. It's like even like traveling nurses. Traveling nurses make a bag, but they probably get declined more than everybody. Because it's inconsistent, it's 1099s here, it's W-2s here, it's three months at a job here, six months at a job here, don't work for four months, right? But they still make 200000 a year, and they have a hard time getting declined. So it's a lot of variables. This is all I'm trying to say to you guys, right? When you're looking at the income, don't read too much into that. But when you go to a deeper statistical analysis, when you're saying that tw black folks are twice more than twice as likely to be denied as white applicants, even when more than a dozen different variables, including income, debt-to-income ratio, property value, down payment percentage, and neighborhood characteristics were the same, 
That's where I have the problem with all these banks because this just sounds like modern-day redlining. Now, as they said in the CNN report, credit scores wasn't disclosed for privacy reasons, right? So if they had, if these people applied and met all the same characteristics and had a 600 credit score, then okay, you don't meet the guidelines. And, and look, let's keep it a buck, yo. We got to keep that into consideration, too, if people are just applying for these loans and then their credit is lower than they thought it was and then that application get declined. I promise you, within that 50% of people who would decline, I promise you some of the reasons had to be with credit scores. Even if they had income, even if the DTI itself wasn't high or whatever the case may be, even the down payment, they had the money. I promise you, if they had a 600 credit score trying to get a conventional loan or a 610 credit score, it will get declined. So that could be a part of the analysis too. So again, we got to take this all a grain of score. And so you're gonna, if you're gonna release this information, release what was the average credit scores of these applicants that got declined? Include that too. Include that too, because sometimes folks will look at like credit wise or like Credit Karma, or FICO and all this stuff, and like, oh, I got a 680 credit score, 660. But when we do that hard pull, pause, that credit score is going to be lower. And look, every lender has their own overlays on what credit scores they want to accept, and it's their right to do so. So if, and again, I don't know Navy Federal's guidelines, so I can't tell you what their guidelines are today in 2023 or last year because I really don't know and I really don't care because I don't do loans through Navy Federal, right? But if they said their minimum conventional minimum, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac is 620. But if Navy Federal is saying we won't accept any conventional loans under 660, right, and people still apply for a loan, thinking they might be above 660 and they're below 660, that could be a reason they got declined too. So I don't know. But when I look at all these other characteristics that they're breaking down and this dozen variables, which none of, it doesn't mention one of the variables is not credit score. It says income, debt to income ratio, property value, down payment percentage, and neighborhood characteristics were the same. Now, if we take credit score out of it and black folks are twice as likely to be denied, by Navy Federal, then shame on Navy Federal. And shame on all these fucking lenders that are declining black applicants at a high level. And look, guys, this ain't no fucking, this ain't, this ain't nothing new. Navy Federal ain't the first and the only bank that does this. Let's just keep it, a, let's call it a spade a spade. Let's call a spade a spade. They are not the only lender who are out here declining black people. But we would never know. First of all, let's keep it a buck on this too. Let's keep it a buck. CFPB is going to investigate if they find wrongdoing, what they gonna do? Give them a fine. They gonna pay the fine, they gonna keep lending. Like, look how many times Wells Fargo has been fined in the past five years for 
something in the mortgage business and discriminating and all this other stuff. And these and this bank is still able and willing to do business. They can still do business. No problem. Look at all of these banks. Go do your research. Google it yourself. Look, matter of fact, look at this. Lenders who decline most black applicants. I just put this in as a Google search, right? You got articles from 2021, right? Here, Wells Fargo rejected half his black applicants and mortgages. This is from 2022 from Bloomberg. Look at this one. Largest lenders deny home loans to black applicants. Let's look at this scene, whatever this is. Look, largest lenders deny home loans for black applicants up to three times more often than whites. So this ain't the first and this won't be the last. This was the Charlotte report, right? So you could just put this in and you're going to see all of this. This is from 2020. Lender denying mortgages. CNBC. Look at this. A troubling tale of black man trying to refinance his mortgage. Black applicants are rejecting mortgage mortgage refinances at much higher rates than whites. Come on. This ain't this ain't nothing new, y'all. This ain't nothing new. So why are we surprised here? You can just Google this stuff for yourself. Right? I'm not surprised at all. I'm not surprised at all. So that's why when I even put out that post, I said in my in my caption, I'm not surprised at all. But what are your thoughts? I'm in this business, and I'm telling you, I'm not surprised by this. Now, I also said in that caption, and I'm just be fair, because I'm going to play devil's advocate. And I'm going to ask everybody here right now the same question I asked on my caption. Do you think, do you think maybe federal and all these banks are blatantly discriminating against black folks? Or could it be some black applicants are just not as prepared to apply for a loan. When I say prepared, meaning they ain't got their credit together. Maybe their income ain't right. Maybe their documentation is all over the place. Maybe they have inconsistent history, right? Overall, what do you think? I think it could be a combination of two, but I think it's, I think it's a combination of two. Personally, let me not even fucking be political correct with none of y'all right now. I'm going to tell you what it is. I think it's a combination of two. And if you don't like it, oh well. I'm telling you the truth. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I speak to people all every day, all day. 90% of y'all have no clue what the hell is going on, but you want to buy a house. You don't take the time to learn. You don't take the time to save. You don't take the time to pay your bills on time, right? So I think it's a combination of the two. Call a spade a spade. Now, do I think we still have a lot of redlining and discrimination and racism in the real estate mortgage industry? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, on all levels, from loan officers to underwriters to home inspectors to appraisers to title companies, it goes down the line. It goes down the line. But we also got to take accountability for ourselves, too. Some of y'all ain't got y'all shit together. I'm sorry. Somebody got to say it. 
Some of y'all ain't got it together. Unpopular opinion. I know you don't want to hear it. I know you don't want to hear it, but I'm just telling you what I feel is it. Because I see it. I see it. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> like, what's going on here? Right? A lot of these banks, and look, let's keep it real. And I'm gonna keep it, and I and I've been saying this for years. Look, if you are not, and I tell you guys, people ask me all the time, Matt, where can I go and get a home equity line of credit? Go to your local credit union. They're great for home equity line of credits. Where can you go get an auto loan? Go to your local credit union or your, your big bank. Matt, what's the best place to go get a mortgage from? If you are not buying a million dollar plus home and you're not an A paper borrower, then I personally feel like you are wasting your time going to any big bank or a credit union. If you are, if you are, if and when I say eight paper, I'm talking about seven in this market right now with the credit score criteria. If you're not 720, 740 or higher, your W2s are solid, your DTI is low, and you're getting a jumbo mortgage, maybe $1 million, $2 million loan, you're going to get the best interest rate out of those big banks or credit unions, hands down. Hands down. But if you're buying, or if you got to buy like a condo, because sometimes condos and co-ops, especially here in New York, you ain't got no choice but to go to the big banks because they got the, the approval list on lock. But other than that, if you're a first-time home buyer or someone like that, and you're buying a, a regular house, no. I personally feel like you should go to a mortgage company or a mortgage broker, me personally. And I'm and look, and I am someone who worked for Chase for almost four years. I did a little stint at Wells Fargo too, and I had to get up out of here, right? I've worked for corporate banks. I worked for mortgage brokers, mortgage bankers. I worked for the three, the three-headed monster pause in my 20 years. I know what the hell I'm talking about. Because I've I've been on each side of the fence. I can tell you when I worked for the big box lenders. When that borrower, that FHA borrower come in the door, oh, you ain't going to get a good deal with me. You're better off going to the broker. And I used to tell people this all the time. Go to the broker. If I got that $1.5 million purchase and you want that A paper pricing, oh, you need to come over here because these mortgage bankers and brokers can't touch me. I'm going to smoke them when it comes to rates. Hands down. I'm telling you this. I'm telling you, and I always tell people, if you are going to buy a house, I personally feel like you should be working with a mortgage company, a mortgage bank, or a mortgage broker. Someone who specializes in mortgages, 100% mortgages. That's it. Because those folks, those underwriters, those loan officers are dialed in. All they do is loans. They're training all the time. We got income training. We're, we're working with uh, borrowers who have quote-unquote hair on it, right? We're doing, we're doing this all the time. Most, most loan officers who work for the big bank, they don't, they're not dealing with... Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This type of clientele, they're dealing with, and depending on where they're located, let me be fair. If you're located certain places, certain areas, high-cost areas, you've got a lot of jumbo. So you're going to be rocking and rolling with the jumbo A-paper deals, those full dock deals, right? But you're going to go through hell. And this is why the dude on CNN who they highlighted, he went through Navy Federal, got declined two weeks before closing, and went to probably a mortgage company or mortgage broker and got that deal done because this is what we do. We close loans. Yes. Brandon, you're right. Most brokers cannot beat out NFQ on no down payment loan or no PMI on all the loans. I agree with that. So pick your poison. If you want to go and get that no down payment loan or no PMI, you know what you're going to deal with. You're going to probably deal with a loan officer who ain't really got their ish together, who probably don't, probably don't know the game like that, right? So there's, there's pros and cons to everything. You got to deal with it. You got to deal with it. All right. I said my opinion on this. Now, let me wrap up by saying the last thing, because a few of y'all are going getting active in these comments, and I'm going to bring some of y'all in on the show today. So I'm going to put that link to come on the show in a few. Um, and living in South Florida, you active. So you keep telling me you active, duty. Thank you for your service. I want you to come on first. But let me say this so I can make sure that my point is clear. I am not defending no Navy, Federal, or any of these banks who... who um, Decline black mortgage applicants. Um, I am a home ownership advocate, especially for the black and brown community. I've been active on the social media for four plus years. And it's cost me a lot of headache and issues on the back end of things from a compliance perspective that you guys have no clue about. And I don't care. Because I understand what I'm doing is, is, is needed. Right? It's needed. So for me, I understand when I see these reports, I understand it's very vague and I understand there's a lot of information that they're not putting in there. And I understand a lot of this is clickbaits, but ultimately it is true. It is happening. There's still redlining, there's still discrimination and it's despicable. And it's not just from lenders. It's from everybody who works in this industry. Realtors could be freaking racist and discriminate against you. The appraisers, the home inspectors, hell, even these contractors are con artists, right? You get it from all sides of, of, of the fence. And when you black or brown, especially black, we've been going through this forever in America. It's time for this shit to change. But how we make it change is from what we're doing right now, is we educate ourselves and we're taking the time to learn about the mortgage process. We learn about the real estate game. We understand everything that we need to know before we go out and try to execute. Because it's our responsibility. It's 1968 when the fair lending passed, we got information and technology right now. Yes, our parents and our grandparents didn't know about home ownership. A lot of them, I know mine's didn't. They didn't teach us about home ownership and credit, but guess what? Guess what? We have the information 
right here on our phones right now. We got books that gives you the information. Take the time to learn the shit. And make sure you choose the right lender. All right? Very important, because I always tell y'all, not every, not every lender is built alike. I say that over time and time and time. Not every loan, so, loan officer is built alike. Now, before I start letting y'all come on here, can y'all take a second right now? We got over 300 people here watching this live. Throw some gems in the comments and like the video, please. Like, let's, let's be real, man. Like the video. Like the video. Like the video. All right, this is what I'm going to do. Here's the link. The link is in the chat right now. If you're going to come on the show, come on the show. Have something good to talk about. I want to hear your opinion. I'll make sure you got good lighting. Some headphones in, preferably, so there's no feedback. Make sure you're on some Wi-Fi. And let's go. Let's get your opinion on here. Let me see what we got going on. So link is in the chat. If you want to join the show live, I'm going to put the link in the chat right now. If you want to join the show live. And if you got your opinion, good, bad, or the ugly. And look, let me tell you this, and I'm going to say this again to y'all. People get declined every day, B, for various different reasons. For various different reasons, people get declined. Things happen in the process. That is out of sometimes the control of the bank. But I will say, there's always another lender out there that might still do the deal. So you got to know how to move and shake and maneuver, right? You got to know what banks are good for what. Now, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to say, yo, this credit union has been great to me. I've never had an issue. I know plenty of people that swear up and down by their credit unions. That is great. Amazing. There's people that swear up and down about even the Wells Fargo's and the Chase's and all these banks, right? And I have no problem with none of them. I just see for I see it for what it is. But everybody's going to have a different situation. It's like I tell people all the time, getting a mortgage is unique to you. It's like your fingerprint, right? Your fingerprint. Nobody got the same fingerprint as you. So everybody's circumstance is going to be different. People get declined. I mean, shit, we have deals sometimes that we can't get done. And when we can't get them done, I'm like, how the hell we didn't get this done? And then they go someone else, they get it done. Loan officers, we love to clean up the mess because all the paperwork, you already have everything. And once you tell me the story, I already know what it is. I can clean it up real quick. So it's easier. All right, living in South Florida. Let me add you to the show. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, MG? Good afternoon. How are you? I'm good, bro. What's your name? Where you from, man? Well, you're from South Florida. Uh, <laughs> definitely. I'm from South Florida. My name is Michael Valencia. I'm one of the top realtors down here in Florida. Um, like I mentioned, I'm active duty, 17 years of active duty. And uh, I love what you do, how you teach people to house hack. You teach people how to get their finances straight, right? And that's literally the same way that I teach all the enlisted members that I work with. That's how I started. I currently own seven properties around the country 
And, uh, and when I'm talking to some of my best friends back home in New Jersey, where I grew up, one of my best friends is Haitian. We kind of, and I'm Colombian. I grew up in South America, um, came from a single parent household and, you know, basically learned how to use the VA loan to my benefit. And now I'm teaching that same thing to all the military members. And when me and him start to catch up, when we go down this conversation of, of racism and, and the state of our, that our country's in today, he likes to try to play the victim card a lot. And I remind him where I came from and how I started. And same thing, he was very, he reacted to this article and not in the way that I would have hoped that he did. And I had, and the same thing that you covered today is what I told him. We don't know all the details of the story. We don't know exactly um, what these people had in their credit history. You know, if there was any type of repossessions or anything like that, that you know will have a person not qualify for the loan a week or two before closing. Um, I've seen all sorts of different stories. So I really love that you covered that. And, uh, and you're telling people to also take accountability for themselves and not to be triggered by such a headline because we don't know all the details, you know? So I commend you for it, man. Great job. Great job. Thank you. First of all, thank you for your service, brother. Um, we definitely appreciate you for that. And um, thank you for coming on the show and giving your insight too, man. And, and look, you in the business, you know how it is, man. Anything can happen. And this is why I always tell my borrowers yeah. and my clients, I say, look, don't get emotional and don't get happy. Until you at that closing table signing that piece of paper, anything can happen during this process where your deal can die, right? And it could be totally, totally out of your control. And sometimes there are things that happen that are self-inflicted by the borrower themselves, right? They might be running their credit excessively. And then before, before closing, we have to repo your credit and your credit score. Man, I've had people yep. quit, quit their jobs two days before closing. I've had people buy cars, open up new furniture accounts and stuff like this right before closing, right? And although you and tell it throws the DTI out of the equation. Right? Yeah. Like it goes out of whack. Like I've seen so many different things that are self-inflicted declines that when I see headlines like this, it gives me cause to pause because I don't know what the, all the details and the certain circumstances are within that one person's applications. Now, if they're declining thousands of people, yes, it is alarming. Absolutely. Of course. And it should be investigated. But to you got to go through every loan application and look at everything and see, okay, where could this have worked up? And was this really discrimination or was this just they didn't qualify according to that bank's guidelines? So I think it could be a mixture of so many different things that we will really never know. But here's the thing, right? And this is what I'm saying. Even if they CFPV comes out and says, you know what, they they were unfair with declining this many black applicants, we're gonna find them ten billion dollars or a billion dollars or five hundred million. That's all they're gonna do is just get a fine. Yeah, absolutely. A slap on the wrist and they're gonna be able to continue to do the bullshit. <laughs> like <laughs> like like that it's it's really no it's a problem, but there's really no solution behind the the regulators. For them, like the solution is like, oh, we're gonna find the money. Well, that's not good enough because clearly they have the money to pay for it. Yeah, I think one of the one of the things that people to show should realize while we have their attention on this is um, now that it's coming from a realtor perspective and not so much from a lender perspective. People don't really 
understand the value that you guys bring as mortgage brokers compared to even credit unions and big banks. Uh, because the same way that I like to operate my business where I'm problem solving, you and I both know every single transaction is different. It's going to run, it's going to have an issue, right? Whether it's title on the lending side, on the borrower side, on even the seller side, because it's a probate, whatever it may be, every transaction is different, right? When you're dealing with a big bank, when you're dealing with a credit union, it's just the person behind the desk that's a salary worker, right? They're not, they don't not really giving it their all. When it's somebody like a mortgage broker whose income actually depends on that transaction, I feel like there's a lot more skin in the game. And you guys really care, like there's a few of you that really care about people, especially veterans, and and they'll go out of their way to make the deal work, you know? So no, for the I, audience that's watching, please understand the difference between the big banks and the mortgage broker. I agree with that, right? And and look, I know a lot of great loan officers that work for big banks, so I don't want to discount them or devalue um, those folks as well because I have some friends that are just, they're, they're killers, man. They, they get shit done, right? Um, I love but that. They're, but they're, they're, uh, they're part of that elite category, right? And I would say a good portion or, you know, majority of the loan officers that work at these institutions, like you said, they're getting paid a salary for the most part. Right. Mm -hmm. they, their income is not dependent on a transaction closing or not. Right. And if they are getting a commission, it's so small and little. It's about the volume. Right. They have to do 20, 30 transactions because that's the way the comp is set up so the bank can make more money. Right. Um, and then yep. they have to do the volume. So it's not a matter of like, yo, I'm going to make sure and treat everything like it's only one deal. No. They have to hit certain numbers and thresholds and tears in order to make more and more money because their commission is so low. So I agree with you. And this is why I said earlier, if you are going to get a mortgage, I think your first choice, especially if you're not buying a million dollar home, you're super a paper type of borrower, you got assets, credit, you know, you need a $2 million loan and you want the lowest rate, go to the big banks of the credit union. Those are perfect for it. Hell, if I go buy a two, $3 million mansion, I'm a paper borrower. I'm not going to even do my own loan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I know where I'm going to go <laughs> yeah. to get the better deal. Right. But if I'm buying a, a regular house or a multifamily or a, a townhouse or something like that, I'm going to speak with a mortgage banker or a mortgage broker, because I understand that they're going to be more experienced and more well-versed in underwriting and, and making sure that my deal gets to the closing table, because like a realtor, they're going to make a commission and they want to get that deal closed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. And by the way, I bank with Navy Federal. My business account is set up with Navy Federal. I must say, as uh, somebody who actually uses them day in, day out, phenomenal credit union. I cannot speak badly about them. I used USAA in the past, and it's honestly night and day in, time, in terms of service. So if anybody has any issues, everybody's wondering how they, uh, how they actually uh, very reputable company. Yeah, from a bank's perspective, like I said, checking savings and all that good stuff, your business accounts, yeah, credit unions, the big boys all day long, right? But we're talking yeah. specifically mortgages. No, I want to go to some uh, to a, a, a bank that only does mortgages because I want to make sure that they know what they're doing. Because, hell, I'm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm self-employed, so it's complex. So I need to make sure, like, hey, you know how to underwrite me properly. So that way I don't have these issues. 
and not all these big banks yeah. have these issues. But yeah, I man. thank you for coming on no. the show today, my brother. Appreciate you. No, I appreciate you. Thank you for teaching everyone. I, I really hope that the world starts to kind of see the light and, and realize that the deals are still out there. I mean, down here in South Florida, we haven't really had a market correction. Uh, I was able to buy down the rate or I got the seller to buy down the rate all the way down to 4.9%. So right now is the time to negotiate people, take advantage of it. You know, if a property sitting on the market, you start asking questions and start going after it. You, it, you can definitely negotiate a lot of deals right now. So take advantage. Love it, brother. Living in South Florida, man. Thank you for coming to the channel today. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you. All right, let's get let's get another guy on here. We got OC. OC, what's going on, OC? What's going on? What's going on? Thank you for having me, man. Alive and blessed, man. Where you from? I'm from Jersey, born and raised, uh, so not too far from you. I know you're out in uh, NYF, I believe, right? Yes, sir. So, so talk yeah, about so your experience. I just experience. wanted to get on here because... Um, you had experience with Navy Federal? Yeah, so... Yeah, well, like the last gentleman, um, I'm also a Navy veteran myself. Uh, I served for a few years, uh, was out in Seattle, came back to New Jersey just recently, back in 2019, um, and I actually purchased a house with Navy Federal now. Uh, full disclosure, I also worked for Navy Federal as well after the military, uh, specifically mortgage. So I have a lot of insight with this. And like you, I've also worked for Chase and Wells Fargo in the mortgage. Uh, I worked for Wells Fargo for like 10 years overall. We know their story. Obviously, they've had a lot of <laughs> a lot of issues as well. Uh, but when it comes to specifically mortgage, I know when it comes to Navy Federal, they are very conservative. Um, and just like you, when I would go through it, it doesn't matter what race, white, black, we would decline some loans that I would sit there and think like, man, when I was back at Wells, that's a done deal, right? Uh, because like you said, those overlays, the conservatism, um, they're new to the mortgage game, right? That's not something that they've been doing heavily for many, many years. They're new to this, so they're scared um, and they're very conservative. And unfortunately, that's gonna affect those black communities more than the white communities for some of those reasons, like you said before, because I deal with a lot of black folk out here in the Philadelphia area and a lot of their stuff is properly set up right their income is good they've been at their job for a while but there's maybe a couple things here and there that just are not uh where they're supposed to be where they when they go to another lender they're going to get approved but navy federal is very very picky in that regard um and i just wanted to make sure because i'm you know the the article came out had all my boys hitting me up yo man what's going on look at your bank this is ridiculous and, you know, I think the first thing they're thinking is that there's somebody behind the scenes, like an underwriter, just seeing somebody mark off, you know, black on the Humda and they're declining that loan. When you and me both know that there's way too many people touching each and every loan from the loan officer to processor to underwriters to assistants to supervisors to people who after the loan even gets declined, there's people that go and review each declined loan to make sure it's actually declined. Right. That we didn't miss something. Mm -hmm. That would mean that every single one of those people would have to be raised. <laughs> and in on it to say that, hey, look, you know, uh, this person's black. And just me dealing with a, a lot of black folk in this Philadelphia area, a lot of them do not even check off that they're black on the Humda because of that specific reason, right? They're scared if they check off black, they're going to get declined. So they put, do not want to answer, right? Right off the bat, do not want to answer. So I hate when these numbers come out with the Humda stuff. And we all know the disparities there. That's, that's, not, a, that's not even a, um, a question. 
But if somebody marks off, do not want to answer, then they get approved. Where does that? Where do those numbers go? Right, the numbers are going to be skewed, right? And I know this because Navy Federal, in in, in regard to that, is a little bit more accurate because people trust Navy Federal, so they don't mind marking off black or you know Latino as much. When I worked at Wells, none of them did that. <laughs> Even when you go to Wells Fargo, they were always putting "do not want to do not want to answer," right? Yep. Because they just knew Wells Fargo had the already bad reputation. I'm just doing this because I don't maybe have that much of a choice. Maybe my realtor said, you know, suggested uh, uh, Wells Fargo, whatever the case may be. Um, but, you know, I just wanted to kind of address that because I do feel, um, obviously the disparities there, it needs to be fixed. Like you said, it's both, right? Because whatever the guidelines are set up to be, they are going to affect black families just at a higher clip, you know, unfortunately, that's just how it is. Uh, and that can be, you know, I think fixed in a certain way. Uh, but that's going to have to come from each and every lender on how they're going to approach their way to how to fix that disparity. And then also, like you said, um, we need to do right by ourselves as well, right? Every time I get a black uh, uh, customer client, I'm just I just feel a little bit more inclined to make sure I give them all the education. And if we can't get it done, you know, I know some of the lenders or like you said, brokers that I can send them to to make sure that deal gets done. Or I just give them the education they need to maybe come back, circle back in six months. Now let's get that deal done, right? Because I feel like a lot of the times they just feel like they have their credit their income, and then that's all they need. And they don't understand that each lender is going to have their own criteria, their own guidelines, their own overlays. Uh, so you need to you know, spread the wealth, apply it three, four lenders, brokers included, and keep all those things open. So, Look, I, I agree with everything you said. And I think one of the most, and this is why I was saying earlier, like, yo, it's so much variables with this. Like when, like your boy's hitting you up, you think my phone is doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, People hitting me up like, yo, what's going on? They, they decline at black people. I'm like, look, this is nothing new, right? I'm not surprised by this, but like you can't just automatically just say like they're, they're, they're racist or they're discriminating because there's so many people, hands that touch a loan application. Like you said, loan officer, loan openers, loan closers, underwriters, auditors. Sometimes you got to go through a second set of underwriting. Like there's so many different like things that are happening, so many moving parts when it comes. And even if it's declined or approved, you still get audited, right? Every mm -hmm. bank has compliance and auditors and all this other stuff. So it's like, yo, when I see this, I'm like, I, I have to take a cause to pause because I'm like, wait a minute. And where's all the information? Because everybody's situation mm -hmm. is different of why they were declined or not. And, you know, so that was a dope point that you brought up that I, that I love. But it's, again, how do we fix this? Right. And I think how we fix this. Yes, we need real regulations for these banks so we can make sure from a higher level that they're not still discriminating against us. But I think we also have to hold ourselves accountable and get more prepared because, look, you're in the business. How many times you speak to your brothers and sisters? They come up to do a loan and they're not prepared. Like, I'm pretty sure that happens often. Often. And, and even with the with the numbers that they were showing, the people that are making 140K, a lot of the times I see that, man, and they're making 140K. And then two months prior before the pre-approval, they just bought a seven series BMW. Like, that's the education that you need to know. Like, yes, you make good money. You make great money. Right. Now, 
don't go and have to feel like you have to, you know, splurge with this money and go buy this new range. Or if you're going to do that, do that after you buy the house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't buy it two months prior to you trying to get the pre-approval because I feel like that's where uh, I, I see I see a guy. And, and look, I've denied many millionaires working at Navy Federal, right? Millionaires, not not even not even black, right? They were like, you know, Middle Eastern or whatever they were. And you know how it is when you when you decline somebody with money, man. Ooh, they get on you. You know, what do you mean? I make all this money. You got to be out of your mind. Well, you know, according to your taxes, I see a lot of tax write-offs here. So yeah, you make a million, but on your taxes, it shows you make 90K, right? So, and that's, I feel like when people read these articles, like you said, they don't have the knowledge of being in the game and understanding the mortgage business that they see these numbers and they just go, wow, this is ridiculous, which like, again, you know, I'm, I'm sure there is some underlying things that need to be addressed here. Uh, but you have to understand how these 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 applications work, right? Because people are getting declined all the time. And again, when you're working with a very conservative lender like Navy Federal, it's going to be even worse, right? Because some of these, when I used to work at Wells, man, we were getting deals done, right? That's just and 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 if if there was any racism going on in the underwriters, we're seeing people that were black checked off and and they're and they're declining those loans. That loan officer is coming right back, like, hold up. Because they're eating off of these loans, right? The underwriter's getting paid a salary, but a lot of loan offers are getting paid commission. So if I have a racist underwriter who's just declining a qualified borrower because they're black, I get that decline message first. I'm going to go ahead and go through everything, and I'm sure you've done the same too. I argue with all my underwriters. I don't care. Every, you know, and for, I fight for, for 20 everybody. years, bro, I've been arguing with underwriters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I, and I have no problem. I go to bat for my people that I'm doing loans for because if I feel like they're qualified and they're they're they're, you know, underwriters are coming back and saying, no, sometimes it gets overturned, you know, and it's not, again, not a white black thing. It's just that when you're on the gray area, the underwriter is going to lean more to the conservative side. But if I have a good case to make saying, hey, look, but he's been at this job for 17 years, yada, 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 we can get that thing overturned. So I feel like, you know, it would have to be a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, you know, conspiracy going on here to make this thing actually work in the manner of which this article is trying to make it seem. Right. So, you know, I just want to always encourage my people to make sure just do your due diligence, do your research, get your education, apply to multiple lenders. Don't just go into one lender. You get a pre-approval. A pre-approval is just that. It's a pre-approval. It's not an approval. Right. People get pre-approved every day and they get declined afterwards. That gentleman in the in the in the uh, in the video, self-employed, guaranteed that loan officer just did the pre-approval off of stated income. Because at Navy Federal, you're not obligated to get their tax returns. It's the best practice, and it would be very smart to do so. Ask them for their tax returns, two, three years, right? But you don't have to do that. So when somebody does an application, they say, I make 150, you don't have to verify that. Now, two weeks into it, now it has to be verified, and it winds up not being the case, now they're declined, right? So I think that's a big thing that people need to understand. Make sure you're doing your stuff and, and ask your loan. If you know what needs to be done and you get a loan officer, that uh like you said is just they're not the best you'll know if you know what to do and you're talking to your loan officer and it sounds like they don't really know what they're doing you're going to figure it out real quick you call their supervisor you ask for a different loan officer somebody who's seasoned who's been in the game for 10 15 20 years because if they've been in the game that long they know what they're doing or should they should know what they're doing so i, I agree with everything you just said so look i want to pivot real quick and i just want to make this clear you are currently working at Navy Federal as a loan officer. I am. So bet. I'm glad you said that. I have a comment here on the screen and I left it up for like the last three minutes, right? Because I've been seeing this type of comment going around 
And I'm going to read it. Robert Hurt says, a scary percentage of declined applicants were running a play due to him 500 giving fraudulent advice on maximizing your loans from Navy Federal. You as a Navy Federal loan officer, OC, currently originating loans. Do you think, because I've been seeing this comment for the past few days, I've been seeing internet videos, and for me, I'm before you say something, let me say something to Robin and to everybody else. You guys are fucking make me sick. You make me sick to myself, <laughs> right? Stupid shit like this, when I hear things like this, it just makes me want to slap y'all through this damn internet sometimes because we are talking about real racial discrimination and practices that's been going on way before him 500 was even born. So the audacity, the audacity of you people to, to, to try to even try to merge the two it just, it just doesn't make no goddamn sense. Yo, it don't make no sense. Like, give me a fucking break on this. Like, everybody's running a play in, for the past 10, 20 years. We are just the ones now who are, come, who are getting hip to the plays that white America has been running for decades. Okay? Now, when you talk in credit cards or business loans, that has nothing to do with the mortgage department. The mortgage department don't even talk to those departments. Those are two separate lines of business. Credit cards, auto loans, you know, financial services. These are all LOBs. So when I see things like this, it just makes me realize that you guys don't really understand banking. The two departments don't co-mingle or talk even like that. Now, OC, you work at Navy Federal currently. Am I BSing or am I just talking blufferish? Like, what's your opinion on this? No, that's that's all facts. Because I mean, I, I've been at Navy Federal, but I've been I've been in finance since what 2010, right? So I got a few years in the game. Um, none of that stuff really goes hand in hand. And at the end of the day, you know, when it comes to the mortgage side of it, especially Navy Federal, I would highly advise because I mean, Navy Federal has a ton of good programs, right? Not just because I work there, right? And I am a veteran. That's that's a big thing. So let's just get that out the way. Navy Federal is a military institution, right? Their main purpose is to, to, to help military folk, right? So if you are military, it's a very, very, very high chance you're gonna get approved for the VA loan, you're gonna get the best rate, all that good stuff, right? Now they just started opening up to, you know, bigger branch, you know, not everybody's military and now they're doing the mortgage thing. And again, they're conservative. If you come overly qualified, you're gonna get approved. I don't care what your skin color is, overly qualified. But if you come in there and you're kind of sort of maybe qualified, I would do like what you said and go to a mortgage company or a mortgage broker, right? Because they're going to make your life a lot easier in getting what you need to get done, right? Or you can try both, do a pre-approval with both and see, you know, which, which, whichever one takes you to where you need to go. But if you come overly qualified, right, the bank's not just, or the lender's not just going to look at your, your profile and say, okay, they got an 800 credit score, a 20% DTI, they've been at their job for seven years, but they're black, decline. It's not going to happen. I can guarantee you, promise you that. It's not going to happen. But if you come in there with a 640, right, and which is still approvable, right, but you're now you're in a gray area <laughs> with that 640, right, now the underwriters, their, their antennas are up, they're going to go through your report. 
not every credit score is the same. Not every 690 is the same. Some 690s have a lot less negative stuff on the actual report, right? So when they're going through that report, they're going to see, well, you know, they have a history or a, a pattern of X, Y, and Z that they may not like, opposed to the next person with a 690 who maybe had bad credit back in the day. They just never got a bunch of credit cards to boost their score back up to where it needs to be. So that's why they're still at a 690 or whatever the case may be. All those criteria matter, kind of like alluding to what you were saying before. There's so many different variables. It's not even funny, right? This is mortgage. We're not talking auto loans. We're not talking uh, credit, credit card. Cards. We're talking the, the, the largest loan. You know, we're talking the largest loan you're going to get. They're, they're trying to give you a million dollars for this house up in North Jersey. And you can't just come there thinking like, oh, I got this little thing here and there. I'm good to go. No, you know, not, not with this lender, at least. Maybe some lenders will let you slide through. Uh, but we saw what happened in 08, right? When all these lenders were letting those people slide through, you know, that's what happened. So, you know, I, I would tell people to just come overqualified. If that's the case, look into all your land, all your options, because every lender has their thing that they do. Some, some, like you said, some lenders, their thing is multifamilies, man. You want to get a multifamily, you probably need to go to this lender. That's their thing. That's what they do very well. Condos, whatever the case may be. Navy Federal's thing is VA loans. So when we're doing this study or this article on conventional only, you know, well, yeah, because I mean, they're very conservative in that light. And every bank has a disparity. But if a bank is more conservative on conventional, that disparity is just going to be larger by nature, just naturally, it's going to be larger, you know, and again, I'm not saying it's a right thing, because they should look into it on how they can, you know, help some of these, I think, specific cities like Philadelphia, DC, Baltimore, figure out these cities, get certain programs where it's going to help these families get into homes a little bit easier. Wells Fargo did something like that, you know, a few years back. I forget what the name of the program was, but some, some of these lenders will do it usually after they're prompted by, a, you know, an article like this that just came out. <laughs> and then they'll start back and bring out some program. But they should be doing this, I think, you know, ahead of the game. But we'll see what happens with it. I agree 100 percent, man. And I'm uh, look, like I said, man, y'all got to people the internet y'all gotta stop letting the internet tell y'all what to do you gotta you gotta be an adult and kind of figure out things for yourself and do your own research and your own due diligence and this whole running a play ever and try to blame people like when you try to tie people into that it's just like yo come on man like this is a, a issue that we've had in the black community for decades man and when you're trying to be funny or put things out there like it's not cool man because this is this is the largest investment somebody will make. We ain't talking about no fucking credit cards here, man. <laughs> like we're talking about somebody trying to build generational wealth for themselves. Like you're gonna go through an underwriting process, and it's not about you can't run the play in the mortgage business right now. Running the play in the mortgage business during the wild cowboy years when I first came into business, yeah, you could run the play all day long because there's no rules and regulations. But the the gig is up. We are overregulated. <laughs> We are overregulated in this in this thing. So just because uh, a lot of influencers uh, found ways to get credit cards and all this other stuff, whether you agree with it or not, whether it was fraudulent or not, whatever the case may be, I'm not here to debate none of that. Right? Don't try to tie that in with what's happening here. Like, let's be responsible, man. Let's stop making jokes about shit. Like, shit is real, man. This is people's lives that people are really looking to have shelter for their families in the future. And people are getting declined, not because they tried to run the play with some credit cards or some shit. Like, no, bro. Like, let's not, let's let, let's stop the bullshit. And let's, let's just keep it real. It's 
people are getting declined for various different reasons, whether it's racism and discrimination or just being not prepared properly, right? And we need to fix both of those issues and, and, and not try to do shortcuts or try to line people up and associate certain influencers with this because they would preaching certain things, right? Like, come on, man. Let's let's grow up here. Let's be adults. That's what I got to say about that. But, OC, I appreciate you coming on um, and giving your insight. I agree with everything that you were saying, and I'm glad you cleared up a lot of things just from your POV as being someone who's originating currently um, at that bank. So I appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for coming on, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, who's this? Uh, somebody else is in. Yo, turn your camera on. There you go. I can hear you now. All right. Come on, Daniel. All right. What's Talk going on, us. boss? How you doing today? I'm good, bro. How you? I'm doing good. Hey, so my name's Daniel. I'm originally from Louisiana, but I live out here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And I'm in my first house, and I got my loan through Navy Fed. Okay. And for me, it was a quick and seamless process. They told me straight up my, my, my whole profile was clean. I was told by friends and family, don't purchase anything major while you're going through the process. Don't buy no furniture. Don't get out and buy no cars. Don't do anything crazy while you're going through the process of buying your first home. Okay. So I'm kind of shocked at all this because to me, I'm like, you know, everything just seemed like it was nice and easy for me the whole time. I love that. I love the hair. First, congratulations on, on buying your first piece of property. Now, when you see headlines you. like this, right, you being a black man, how does that make you feel? Being that you went through the process. Honestly, I, was, honestly, I was shocked because a lot of people that I know are black and they all use Navy Federal. So, and they've never had any issues. So for me, I was like, do these people have something wrong with like their, like their paperwork? The fact that they do something in the process to like make them, I guess, get dropped from Navy Fed or, you know, to not even be approved. Because like I say, everybody I know, they all went through Navy Fed and it was all like, hey, yeah, bro, just go through Navy Fed, do this, boom, 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 and you're going to get approved. And that's what I did. Did you do So I get the people I know, like I said, they did it. They did it. Did you no, VA a loan. You did a VA loan. Okay. So yeah, so most veterans... Yes, a VA loan. So. Most, and that's what I was saying earlier. Most people who go through Navy Fed, they're, it's VA. Right. It's really typically not a conventional mm -hmm. mortgage. You know, they definitely can get a VA loan done. Um, and it's probably, you know, if you got your stuff together, I think any loan can get done smoothly. Right. If you got mm -hmm. your, your, yeah. your, all your ducks in a row. But I'm happy to hear that your process yeah. went through smooth and you didn't have the issues like this article is reported. Yeah. And I had easy contact with my loan officers, both of them. They're like, hey, anything you need, call me or text me. I'll be right there. And that's what I did. And I think the guy who I, who I worked with, like the previous gentleman, was a black dude. I think his name was like Jerome or Malachi or something. And any and anytime I needed something, five, six o'clock, I was able to shoot him a text, give him a call. He would answer my questions. And that was it for the whole process. And for me, I know like the, like the previous guy who works for Navy Fed, they asked me for my tax returns. They asked me for pay stubs. I think they asked me for, I think, three months worth of pay stubs three years worth of tax returns and I gave them all that information. Like they told me like, Hey, you're good, man. Like you don't really don't need anything. Um, I guess my DTI wasn't that high. 
because uh, the only the only debt I had at the time, I had just bought a truck and that was really it. And I banked with Navy Fed and I got the call on through Navy Fed. So I guess they had like all my paperwork so they could see everything. Love to hear it, man. Look, there's always going to be the good, bad, and ugly. Everybody's situation is different. And that's why I was saying earlier in this episode is that, yo, I look at things differently because I'm in the business. So when I see headlines, mm -hmm. I see reports like this, I try to take it all with a grain of salt because I know there's three sides to every story. Um, but I do believe all the banks, there's still racism and discrimination. There's still some redlining. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. That, that's going on. That would probably never go away. Right. This country right. is built on this stuff. Right. And it probably would never right. go away. But what can happen is brothers like yourself and sisters, like we all get prepared properly. So when we go into these banks to get the capital that we need to purchase real estate or business loans, et cetera, we know exactly what we're doing. So that way we don't have issues because there's always going to be some issues, but we don't want to have a lot of issues and a lot of headache. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and that's exactly what I do now. Anybody that I know that's buying a house or trying to go through the process, I tell them everything that I did. Hey, they ask for this paperwork, give it to them. They say the, I recommend to not make any purchases during the process. Don't buy anything. Hold off until the day you close on that house. Then go spend all that money because that's exactly what I did. December 20th, I'm about to make a year that, that I that I closed on this house that I'm in. So as soon as December 31st, I mean 21st happened, I'm gonna start buying furniture, everything. Oh, so yeah. as soon as I signed that, as soon as I signed that paperwork and I was done, and they filed it off, I'm gonna go start spending money for my house. Yeah, once you get it, once you sign a dotted line, the world is yours again. Go do whatever mm -hmm. you want. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah, but but up until then, I was just buying stuff. Or I was I wasn't buying stuff. I was going to stores. I want this. I want that. Just holding it out. So whenever everything was done, like I said, I just go and I just grabbed it all. So, and then, like I said, I have family members tell, tell me the whole process because they had bought houses, but they had conventional loans, but they went with other banks. And, like, and matter of fact, how you, you said, my sister, if you buy stuff, whenever you're going through your house paint or your house process, don't buy anything because the smallest thing, like if you go buy like a couch, that can somehow, I guess, disrupt the whole process for you and cause you to get denied because I guess it, you know, throw off like, throw off like the numbers or something. I don't, I don't Absolutely. know what it was. I'm still learning all this myself personally. Yeah. So it's a lot that can throw your deal off, you know, and that's why we try to tell you, be still while you're going through the process, man. But happy, happy one year anniversary, man. Peace. For me and Navy Fed, at least with the VA loan, it was seamless. It was. I'm, I'm glad you had a great experience, brother. Thank right, you. Thank you, boss, day. man. Thank you for coming on the show and sharing sharing your um um process and what happened with you and your experience with Navy Federal. I appreciate you coming on today. Shout out to my brother. All right, we're gonna take one more guest. His connection was bad. Somebody said he called him from a submarine. Yo, y'all are crazy. All right, let's bring on uh who's this? Deshaun, Vegas Realtor. What's up, Deshaun? MG, what's good, man? How you living? Alive and blessed, bro. How you? Oh, man, I'm blessed. I'm blessed, man. And let me tell you, I actually just closed on a HELOC with uh, Navy Federal probably like four months ago, man. I love it. I love it. So how was your process yeah. with Navy Federal? What you got What you got to add to this conversation? Man, truly, it's... I... Damn. Where'd he go? 
my on this same property, I ref I, I heat lock through them, and the lady name was Charlotte, right? Lady name was Charlotte was my uh, my uh, loan officer. Smooth, smooth. The only thing that I will say is that it seemed like it took a little bit longer than it should have. But that's just in my opinion. This was my first heat lock that I ever did. But it was it was smooth though. How long did it take? About three months. Oh yeah, that's way too long. <laughs> that's way too way long. Too way too long. I'm like, what's the hold up, man? They want this document, they want that document. But I mean, at the end of the day we did get it squared away and I actually got more than I thought I was gonna get. But I mean the equity in Vegas is just incredible though. No, that's that's wonderful, man. Look. Uh, slow motion is better than no motion is what I like to say. And ultimately, at the end of the day, it closed. It worked out. You got more uh, money than you thought you was going to get. So all is well. So that's why I tell people all the time, go to the credit union for, for those line of credits because they'll get it done and get you good terms. Right? It might, you might go through a little pain to get it, but it'll get done. That part. That part. And let me just tell you, man. Now I can use it for whatever I want, man. You know, I'm actually getting another property right now, but that'll probably be the last time I use a bank to get a, a mortgage, to be honest. Now I just use mortgage bankers, and, and that's really it. Smart move. Smart move. Scale up, my brother. Scale up. I appreciate it, man. I stay tuned in, man. I love the content for real, bro. Man, thank you. I appreciate you tapping in, man. Drive safe, and Happy holidays to you and your family. Yes, sir. Peace. Thank you for coming on the show, man. All right, man. So we, we took a couple callers. We took a couple callers today. Uh, I appreciate y'all joining the show. Uh, some of y'all, when y'all want to join the show, man, please make sure y'all got your, your internet connections and everything right, please, because we want to have a good experience with you on Rants and Gems, okay? Uh, I love this. Um, again, thank you, guys. Make sure you like this video. And in the comments... You know, if you're watching this on the replay, what are your thoughts on this? Leave them in the comments. You guys go ahead. And, um, yeah, that's all I got. This was a long live today. We on here for an hour, 40 minutes. We don't even do lives this long over here at Rants and Gems, but this was definitely worth um, extending the time that I normally do. So I appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all join MG Mortgage Academy. A couple people asked me about the $99 offer for the Academy. That ends on 1231. Um, New Year's Eve, midnight, it's gone away. So if you don't take advantage of the Academy, it's on you because next year it will be three to $400 annual. The lifetime access will be done. It will be an annual fee moving forward. Okay? So go to mgmortgageacademy.com, mgmortgageacademy.com to take advantage and go pick up the books at mgbookstore.com. This sale also expires. The buy one, get one free expires New Year's Eve as well. All right? So that's all I got for you guys. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. Follow me over on Instagram, MG The Mortgage Guy as well. And download Rants and Gems anywhere you listen to podcasts, audio. Download us. Rate the five stars and leave us leave a review. All right? Until next time, which will probably be tomorrow because I got some other shit to talk about too. But this was a great laugh. So I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.